first have called it. I have always wanted to ring her. Actually, yeah, let's ring a radio I station. fulfilled that. I rang Spin. You did. I rang Spin 1038 <laughs> <laughs> to give out to them. No, I rang Spin 1038 because we're talking about ghosts in uh, Tree Man and the Baby. And I was like, that's, that's not, not a ghost. It's a figure. It's, it's a, a cardboard, cardboard cutout, cutout of Ted Danson. I'd love a cardboard cutout of Ted Danson. Would you? I'll yeah. get you that for Christmas. I was never attracted to Ted Danson until he got old. I get that. Let me tell you a story. About, about Ted Danson's wife. And Whoopi Goldberg. No, this okay. is crazy. Mary Steenburgen, who's yes. his wife. Yes, the lady from Stepmoms. She's amazing. She is. So she went in for a minor surgery uh, last year or the year before. And whatever happened in the surgery, when she came out of the surgery, something happened to her brain and she hears everything in music. So when someone's talking to her, it's a song. When she's watching something, it's a song. What? This is insane. So she came out of the operation and was like, what is happening? I don't know what's going on. So when someone's talking to her, it sounds like this, like it's a song. So she's like, everything is melody and melodic. So she was freaking out for a while. And then she obviously went to speak to someone about it. And instead of like freaking out, she started to write music and wrote a song for a movie and got nominated for an Oscar. What song? I can't, I'll find the name of the movie that she got nominated for. I could, because I was watching, listening to a podcast the other day. Oh, I was listening to um, the, are you talking talking heads to my talking head? The new, the guys that did the YouTube podcast, they're doing a new one about Hello, talking Hello, Mr. Train. Oh, shit, the cons going to kill the windows open. Um, but she, they were talking about it because uh, Adam Scott yeah, yeah, yeah. Step Brothers and he was like when she was on the show it would have been a couple of years ago this happened when they made that movie um, it had just happened to her and obviously it was really scary but she's after fucking writing a song and getting nominated for an Oscar for it that's insane it's bizarre and apparently like so this happens to like barely anybody in the world but whatever happened and she, it's never going to be fixed they can't fix it so how does it happen they were like, it's just something that they did or something they were doing and it just affected her brain somehow. So everything is, she hears everything. I, I work with this person and he sees and remembers things in colour. That's, yeah, there's a, a name for that. I can't remember what it is, but it's quite common. It happens a lot. Yeah, so he was like, if people. you ask me to remember like the number nine. He sees the colour. I see a colour. Yeah. I was like, well, you're wish, a space alien. I wish I had one of those kind of things. I wish I had the Mary Steenburgen thing because she's still have to get nominated for a fucking Oscar. Yeah, but you could have it and then be tone deaf. That's true. But she said she came out of it and like, as you imagine, it must have been like a weird fucking Disney movie. I she thought she was losing her mind. She probably did. But like, I read an interview where she was saying that when she came out of it, she was absolutely terrified and she didn't know how to explain it. So she just didn't tell anybody. Oh. She just kind of kept it to herself. And then eventually she had to be like, I am hearing songs <laughs> in my head all the time. I hear songs in my head all the time. Oh. <sighs> But they're just because as a kid my dad still does it my dad would just make up songs try living with that prick next door what's that noise what noise did I hear that no it's like a little mouse or a rat what it's like something scratching dirty rats fucking rats if there's a rat in this house there's no rat in this house don't I worry. tell you what throw it at you <clears throat> no, I set on fire Columbus when I was... Uh, Not the rat, the house. When I was making the thing, the cabinet today, Columbus, and we were really stressed. Columbus sitting over my shoulder making up songs about me and you. <laughs> Sarah Jean and Emma had a fight yesterday. Like this, and I was like, oh, why, doesn't, why can't that be the end of the song song? What do you mean? End of the episode song. About our fight. Oh yeah, we had a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, no! 
It was a non-fight. It was fight. an absolutely non-fight. I don't know fight. how. To, I love the way we're calling this a fight. I was a fight. I fight. Who's messaging me? Well, it's not me, Steph. I fight Who? with um, Flavia's friend, Steph. What does she, she want? Look at your face. <laughs> <laughs> Who? She's texting to say hello. Tell her you have a friend. I have one friend. And you don't need another one. <laughs> Um, I tell all the people that want to be friends with me I don't have room in my life I for another an, friend I have an Emma I have the best friend Aww. a lady could ever ask for it's true Graham. it's very sad <laughs> it's not Graham we didn't have a fight it, it wouldn't be normal I don't think it's normal to be best friends with a partner no I don't think it's a good idea with. because I think if anything ever happened you all your eggs are in one basket although all my everything. eggs are in the basket with you so yeah, like that's true. probably just eating my own words there <laughs> <laughs> just to reiterate we did not have a fight it wasn't like we were like, you're a fucking oh, bitch no. and I hope you burn it out. But I don't fight, oh, like, I was going to say, I don't fight with anybody that way. I've never like had a fight with anybody in my life where I'm like, do you know what? You're a cunt and you can go and die. I've had fights with Colin like that. Have you? Oh God, yeah. You and Me Colin- and Colin have like a yearly fight, like a yearly argument. Really? Oh. I think I and we honest say to God, everything we think of each other, and then we both start crying and saying sorry, and then we just have. I tea. think I would kill myself if you did. Sarah, <laughs> I honestly, I wouldn't know how to deal with it. No, stop. I wouldn't. I'd be like, oh no, no. I'm. I really care about your opinion of me. No, stop. I know that's really not healthy. I'm a trash human. Don't care I know about your opinion. Very of me. unhealthy. I know my it opinion, is. My opinion but like is if, nothing. If you were like, I don't like you anymore, I'd be like, I don't like me either. If <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like me, I don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no to whoever is listening to that bit in a car yeah good luck good luck <laughs> a girl messaged me the other day actually it was really funny she said she was in a car with like her manager yeah and they put on an episode last week's episode she was sitting with her manager <laughs> and I was just talking about that guy uh, the guy they have to hire to do noises over someone have on a wank <laughs> the car manager and I was like why would you listen to this and the why car would manager you? but I don't think they realised but she said it broke the ice and they started laughing so it was okay oh okay <laughs> just send the car manager just <laughs> uh, did, I, did I tell the story about Aoife no I, did, I told the story that the she, first one the second one yeah but happened. now there's another one yeah 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 so she texts me the other day I don't know why she listens to us uh, when she's in the <laughs> she car she listens to us in public which is not a good no, idea and out loud not on headphones um, she said um, she said so I can't listen to your podcast in the car anymore got pulled over at a checkpoint <laughs> to ensure I'm not leaving my own country <laughs> anyway as I put down the window you said and I quote I'm not the only one who's shit in a bag Eva <laughs> <laughs> stop listening to us while you're driving please I hope that guard was like and He's I like, shit in a bag away oh, you go on you go uh, it's Grant. Are you going to work, Grant? Grant. Welcome. Oh, hello. Welcome to work, Murder Most Irish. We never do this. Welcome to. Mo- we do this every week, and we always say we never we do. Never this. do this. Episode nineteen. Episode nineteen. One nine. Nearly episode twenty. What are we going to do for episode? Oh, we're going to do. It you in the said nip. you were going to do it in the nip. No, 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 nip. I won't be doing nothing in the nip. It's ah, too cold. Ah, uh, we do it in our odies. Okay, I'll do. <gasps> yeah. We record in our odies. That's odies. Odies. So do you want to tell people about our non-fight fight? We had a non-fight fight. And I cried. And Sarah cried. cried and I cried and I didn't but sleep. But I cried. Like, okay, so the non-fight happened when we weren't together. So it was like a text message fight. <laughs> but it was a fight where I was like, okay. And then, <laughs> and then Mike was like, okay. I'm really like, usually I wouldn't, I don't know. Not that usually I wouldn't respond that way. But I've never like had like, 
N- normally, yeah, if someone texts me to be like, you did this, I'd be like, well, fuck you, you did yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, no, actually, she's right. Um, And then I, like, got home. I was coming into the house anyway. And then I got oh, into the sorry. house. And Graham was, I went upstairs and I was in the bathroom. And Graham was like, uh, you're right. Oh. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And then I came out and I washed off all my makeup and yeah. I put my Udi on and put the hood I up. I hope Udi sponsors us. Yes. Yes. Please sponsor um, us. People, if you have not bought yourself an Udi here, you have not lived. OODI.com. Go on yes. that website right now and get yourself. They one. have really good deals, actually. They do, and they can get you can buy like two together. Yeah, I bought one for me and Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really sad, we're matching Udi's. But it's adorable, and they're so comfy. I want to go, but they don't do one for kids. Do they not? No, Lily does one. Because said to me, "Oh, did Sarah buy one for Lily?" No, and I was like, "Do they do them for kids?" No, they don't do them for kids. They're amazing. Anyway, go on, tell the rest of Um, Sarah and I came out, and I had my hood up, and Lily was like, "Mammy, are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, just uh, just got soap in my eyes. Like, I just oh, didn't want to be like." Sarah. And then Graham was like, "I, what's going on?" And I was like, uh, "Don't think I was talking to me." <laughs> and then, oh, then no. I was like, "I was um, talking to and then you." He was like, "Okay," and I was like, uh, "Yeah, so I just think I'm not going to do the podcast for a while because <laughs> like everything's so bad and mad and work, and I just don't have time for anything, and I feel really bad." And then Graham was like, "Uh." Okay, because Graham knew, like, he he knew, like, not to be like, maybe you shouldn't give up the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, yeah, because, like, I don't, I, then I started to, like, and I haven't seen <laughs> Lily, and I haven't spent any time with Lily, and, like, I just haven't seen you, and I haven't seen Everything anybody. Everything was getting and, on top of you. And then he was like, um, okay, and I was like, just put the bake off on and leave me alone. <laughs> like, oh, no. I just sat on the end of the sofa. And then Lily kind of woke up, and anyway, so she came down, and she was, like, sitting beside me. And I and great and she had oh, heard she me obviously because she was in bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she went to me. I don't think you should do the podcast anymore. Oh. And I was like, no one cares for your opinion, Lily. <laughs> Keep your opinion to yourself. She was like, girl. I don't like that you do the podcast. And um, I was like, really? I literally sat up the entire night. Why did you sit up? Because I texted you at half four in the morning, and I was like, I'll text her back because I couldn't sleep because I felt so. I felt like I started getting that shaky thing. Do you ever like have uh not it wasn't even an argument but do you ever have an argument with someone and you start doing that sh- I start doing this thing where my heart starts being really fast and oh, I shake yeah, my yeah. hands shake I do this thing sometimes where I don't get, I get the heart thing but then I feel like I'm gonna troll yeah and oh I get, totally like, and yeah. I get a little bit dizzy I get that burpy thing I'm like. Ugh. Like, yeah, no, like I the end of the jinx. I literally, yeah, I didn't do it. I didn't kill them all. Did it? Did it? Kill them all? I literally sat up the whole night. Oh, I was like, and then I was just watch something to distract yourself, but nothing could distract me. So I just texted at half four in the morning. Oh, dude, I love you. And then Colin was like, "She's gonna think we were ganging up." And I was like, "Stop it, Colin Foy." I want to tell you something now. His name is Colin Foy and his PPS number is... Please, go, listen, Colin keeps saying this to me. Can everybody just go follow him on Instagram? Oh yeah, Please. Colin wants to get to like a thousand just followers Just give him some followers. Maximilian Foy. Foy on Instagram. Oh, he's always giving out because he always tagged the wrong one. Yeah, no, I always tag his old account. He needs to fucking get rid of the old account. Give like him an old follow name. and tell him you love him and he'll be very, very happy because he's a he's a talented man. and he just, Maximilian, M-A-X-I-M-I-L-L-I-O-N underscore Foy. That's it. So Maximilian underscore four. And you'll see his really hilarious videos and his really good music videos and his lovely pictures. And he'll be very happy. Now, Colin, I gave you an old plug. Uh, plug, plug, plug. Plug, plug, plug. Have you housekeeping? Um, housekeeping? Yeah. Um, oh, I do. <laughs> we got our first troll. Oh, we got trolled. <laughs> and the best part was it was a Trump troll. When you got when you're getting trolled, you gotta get trolled by a Trump troll. I don't know how she found us. Lab mom. I must have like hashtagged. Must have been Trump, fuck or Trump or and she was going through the fuck Trump hashtags, and it was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. It was the life. worst. Like she added Donald Trump. Yeah, I hope he comes for us. Come for me, Donald Trump. Come for me. 
and, and have your fucking show. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna get the secret service. Are gonna be like, tap tap tap. Hello. It only costs about two hundred fifty quid to get someone shot. Body fire man. We're like, tap, come here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we got our first troll, which is fucking absolutely hilarious. I'm trying to find, but I don't know how to work Twitter. Oh, um, I think I profile. I think it said, "Oh, it said our first troll. Why is it a non? Why is it at non-citizens? I.e., at Irish most <laughs> in uh, brackets Irish podcasters think they can be taken seriously, condemning our president and celebrating the outbreak of the Rona in our what's WH White House? White House. I recommend they pay attention to their own countries. Hey." Irish, what is her name? Lab mom. Well, her name's Cathy. Hey, Cathy. Eat my asshole. There oh, we go. Oh, Cathy, honest to God. Cathy, you're hilarious. I wonder, I wonder where, what, like, of dissent she is. Oh, she's probably, um, I don't know. I bet Cathy absolutely has um, a Confederate flag in her garden. Like, oh, absolutely. I just feel sorry for the dog. Cathy is, uh, can't wear a mask and refuses to wear a mask because this is America. Merca. This is Merca. Anyway, Kathy. I blocked her. Thanks, Kathy. We love you. You know, Kathy, I'd really um like to say thanks. We take we love your input, Kathy. To get in uh, touch. Kathy, I feel bad Kathy. for the dog. Whoever your dog is, it should be taken away from you, but Kathy. Listen, Kathy. This is true. Kathy. What um, a woman. What a woman. What a woman. I just so bizarre that she found us. I that's what I was like, but I do do like most of my tags are actually known to do our podcast. Just oh, like, maybe she was on like another tag and just saying. They're us. literally on Either way, thanks, Trump. Kathy. And I hope I hope Donald saw it. He shook his tiny little fists in anger. He's such a cunt. His teeny tiny little hands and his tiny little brain. Anyway, fuck Donald Trump. Um, other than that, in terms of housekeeping, Keelan or Dinky Ink. Dinky Ink has, uh, for some beautiful, phenomenal reason, reason, put her name forward to design the merch. So we are going to. Well, I say we are going to collaborate. I just sent her a load of pictures. And she's going to do it because she's, she's super amazing. talented. Um, so she just was like, when I say sent her a load of pictures, I sent her two images. <laughs> um, but that's that's something. That's, that's, that's good that's for something. me. Yeah. You know, she's, like, people are like, oh, I'll do this. And I go, grand, that's yeah, all yours yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's going to do it for us. So that's, we're and, getting the ball rolling. Yes. And we're going to probably more than likely do something for like mental health. Yes. That's so what she the proceeds will proceeds go to mental health. We'll go to mental health. All not right. all of it, because I need to make some money out of this thing. We're not making any money out of this. This is true. About, I'd say twenty quid between us, ten or each. Did, could you hear that on the headphones? Hear what? Me having a little internal belch. An internal belch, no, but I belched about ten minutes ago. Oh, Zero, okay. Colin will probably cut it out anyway. Um, did you see that documentary <laughs> that came on Netflix, the American Murder one? Oh my god, yeah, I watched it. Have you watched it? I watched it, yeah. I'm supposed to be wanting to watch it after this. Shit. Is it good? Yes. Is it making you very angry? I'll watch it again because I was very angry watching it. Here's the only thing. It's so fucking crazy because the entire time that I was watching it, it just reminded me of that time that we were in that shop and that woman went, I'd let him murder me. You know? Because... Oh, because he's like attractive? Everybody kind of... There was a part at the end where people that were like salutes online and people on Facebook and stuff had like completely turned on this woman who had been murdered whilst pregnant and two of her children had also been murdered and they were like, because she's a fucking bitch. Like what? It was so bizarre to witness how quickly people will turn on somebody like who has been murdered because he's attractive. because he's attractive and because she was like, get your shit together. You have two children and another one on the way and you need to pay attention to me. And he was banging another woman, oh. a much younger girl whilst he was married. But everybody turned on his wife. Oh, really? But anyway, that guy is a fucking sociopath. Like... Just the entire. We'll Where are it. the bodies? So he murdered her, 
Um, the worst part about it, do you want me to tell you this? Yeah. The worst part about it, the entire thing, is when after he killed her, he took the two little girls and put them in the car and wrapped her body in like a, bl- a blanket and put them, put her dead body at his children's feet in the car. And they were like, what's wrong with mommy? And he was like, she's asleep. So he used to work on like an oil rig thing, like an oil field thing yeah. out in the desert. So he drove them out there and put their, killed, strangled his two children. Sorry, trigger warning. Strangled his two children and obviously his dead wife and put them in like an oil vat. So the police didn't know where the bodies were. And the police probably would have never found the bodies. Except he told them. Why did he tell them? Because they brought him in for investigation because they, they did a polygraph on him. And they were like, we know you're lying. And then the girl that he was sleeping with came forward to the police and was like, what the fuck is going on? I've been sleeping with this guy. I've been having an affair with this guy. Like, I don't know what's happening, but I just want to tell you that this has been going on. And now his wife and two kids are missing. Because I've seen the <coughs> clip where the polygraph... The lady who did the polygraph. And she was like, there's uh, one person in this room that knows the truth. And, yeah. about two, in an, and in about two minutes, there's going to be two. Yeah. And you could just see him being face. like, oh. And then what he did was he said, he he brought it, he was panicking. So because of the polygraph and what he decided to tell the police was that he came home and she had murdered the two girls and then he murdered her. So this is what he told his dad. His dad came into the room and he told his dad this and his dad was like, what the fuck? But then eventually they were like, that's not what happened. We know that's not what happened. And he just broke down and told them what happened. And he was like, I murdered her and I murdered my two babies. Like... And she was 15 weeks pregnant. Oh. And he knew. Like, it's just... But then just towards the end, to watch people turn on this woman. And be like, she is a fucking bitch. I don't care if she was a fucking bitch. Which she wasn't. She wasn't a fucking bitch. And even if she was, that does not warrant him murdering Murdering her. her And her two babies and and his unborn child. Like... And then thought he was going to run off with this fucking young one. Like, as he was overweight... And he started going to the gym and lost a ton of weight. Oh. And the first thing the police officer said to him when he was interviewing him, one of the first things he said to him when, when he was like, he was like, generally when men start going to the gym and losing tons of weight and getting a fitness, a really positive fitness regime when they've been married for a while, is because they're seeing somebody else. Graham fucking lady. <laughs> you need to stay. <laughs> but like, and he said to him, he's like, are you seeing someone else? And he was like, no, no, I just wanted to get fit. No, no. And he was. Well, fair play to your one for coming forward and being like, yeah. And the police said to her, um, you know, has he said anything to you about like, have you Wanted ever to leave his wife? No, have, you, have you ever said to him, oh, I don't want to be with you because of your kids? And she, she was like, no. She was like, he told me he was getting a divorce and I knew he had two kids and it was totally fine. Like, I would never say that because they thought what had happened is she said to him, I don't want to be with you because your kids. And he was like, I'll get rid of the kids. <gasps> But she said, I never said that. She was like, I would never say that to anybody. They're his babies. She was like, I totally respected that. You don't respect banging a married man. Anyway. I got stung by a wasp yesterday. She did. She, you hit it out of the air. I did hit it out of the air. Oosh. Yeah. You're like Mr. Miyagi. What? I couldn't believe I hit it. Yeah. The noise of me, everybody was like, I was like, ah! <laughs> um, but it was nice that guy that was trying to like get rid of it for you. Was he? Yeah. Did you oh. see him? No, I didn't. Uh, he was wearing a fleece, which is apparently a thing now in the year 2020 that people are wearing fleeces. All of the kids. Unironically. Yeah, all of the kids now wear like... Just to say, they are the ugliest things I have ever witnessed in my life. Yeah, they love a Patagonia fleece. Patagonia. Or an Elise fleece. Ah. Or um, a Fila fleece. A Fila fleece. Uh, it's, you know what? It's not. They're not ugly. It's just I don't wear sports things. That's, no, they they're are not ugly. ugly. Okay, Even back what do you remember Paco yeah. Raban? Yes. Do you remember Paco Raban fleeces? My St. Stephen's Day outfit was always Paco without Raban. fail a Paco Raban oversized like 
jumper thing, usually a polo neck in like a bright colour, like a red, yellow yeah. or an orange, and then socks to match. Oh, Sarah. Black ski leggings that had like, you know, that loop on the yes. bottom. Yes. And a pair of black boots. Kill them again. And the, my socks then were made stick out, uh, out of the over yeah. the boot and they matched my jumper do you know something if you were wearing that today people would be like look at her she's fabulous yeah. and you remember those there were those ski leggings that had that like weird line of material yeah. up the front yeah that yeah I was like Caroline Pete the way my, my mom dressed me like her oh she was like this yeah. is mini me I look like a mini mammy my mother dressed my mother I won't say my mother we looked horrific like we just looked horrific I looked um, and then Ivana was had this like full head of beautiful black hair and I just looked like uh, someone had taken a doll and pulled out strands of hair out of its head and just left a fringe yeah I always was a mess mess and Michaela was always like put together put fabulous, together looking gorgeous Um, and even like my communion outfit yeah Michaela's was like handmade by my great auntie Claire, <laughs> um, and I had like a beautiful baby blue sash. Wow! And she had like a fringe, and she had a little bob, and she Cute. had like a beautiful veil and a hairband, and there was blue on the hairband. Stunning. What were you sure is? Mine was. Um, I can't say where it was from because I remember where your mother got yeah. it. Yeah, mine was second hand. And was put in the bathtub two days yeah. before my communion. Well, at least your mother didn't wear you make make you wear a pope's hat as a, a style of choice. Hat? I had to. I wore for your communion a pope hat. My mom wants me to wear a top hat. A top hat. <laughs> Genuinely. Oh, I wish you'd worn a top tried hat. Tried to talk me into oh. a top hat. I was like, "Are you fucking serious? You got that dress off Miles Highland." <laughs> I won't say Miles Highland probably give you some indication of like Where it his came family from. name, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Missing a finger oh, and uh, plays the bass. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. I think it must have been his old his oldest daughter's communion dress. I want us. I want merch of us wearing our communion outfits. Okay, cool. Yeah. I chopped off the top of my finger the day before my communion, and in all of my communion photos, I'm standing like, like this like that. because um this was like eh, and the top of my nail was like oh. completely black. My mum chopped off the top of my finger in a door as well. Oh, mine was got stuck in an aluminium yeah. door. My mum didn't know, and I she, I put my finger in the door because I was playing hide and seek with Yvonne Oh, and she dark. slammed it. She slammed it, but I couldn't scream because I was so in so much pain. So it was quiet for a couple of seconds. Then I started screaming, and then Whoa. she opened the door, and she was like, "What the fuck?" And there was blood everywhere, and the tip of my finger was on the ground. <sighs> Did you have to stitch back on? No, they didn't. So yeah, that was my mother's abuse. Yeah, abuse. She told us a story the other day and actually it was really funny because I didn't, I kind of remember this but I don't really remember this and she was in tears when she was telling me. Tell so me. when we were kids she gave us um, medicine for like worms, you know, the way you do- dose your kids for mm-hmm. worms but she gave us, she didn't read the package properly and gave us too much. <laughs> she was like, Emma, you were running around the house screaming because you could not stop shitting yourself. <laughs> like, I do remember at one point Yvonne was in the toilet and I sat in the bath and shat in the bath and it was only when she told me this, I was like, fuck, I remember How that. old were you? We were maybe six or seven. But she gave, she gave us, like, I said to her, what were you thinking? And she was just, tears were just <laughs> running down her face. I was like, how did you dose this too much? She's like, I didn't look at the back. And she was like, you were running around the house like, Bobby, 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 I'm going to shit myself, I'm going to shit myself. But it's just like what I, 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 rem- I remember, but I don't remember. I've never shat in the bath. I shat in the bath. Yeah, shat in the bath. Mm. And Yvonne shat in the toilet. It was, like, it, was, it was literally Yvonne got the toilet yeah and the good hair yeah <laughs> she got the she got the shit in the toilet the toilet and she got the a, good she hair she got a really pretty communion dress and no Pope's hat 
and I go, I need to see Pope this post with a like like Moira Rose Ganger fringe. Oh no, a flat top Pope's hat <laughs> like, with a veil coming out of the back of it, so it looked like I had like a mullet, but a Pope's hat. It was with a Pope's hat. Oh, yeah, fabulous! I got a picture. For I you. had so my veil had um, was secondhand too, belonged to my cousin Denise, <laughs> um, and it went like so, it came down the front, right, and then I had a little. Oval pearl. Oh, that's really cute. That's set on my forehead. I need to see a picture of you in your um, dress. I have one somewhere. And then, no, like, I'm not even going to be safe to be fair to my mom because it was a shit thing to do. <laughs> and still to this day, I resent that I did not go to get to buy my dress. I know. Like, I wanted to go and, like, go pick to, out like, pick dress. out my dress and yeah, do all yeah, of that. Yeah. Um, but there is video footage of me on the night of my communion. See, this is why they didn't give you a new dress. In a cold yeah. bunker. See, I kind of understand in some respects where they were like, Sarah's going to wreck this. In yeah, so I was in the cold bunker and my antichorus out the back. And no one in the... When I say there's video footage of me, they're not filming me. My dad is secretly filming my antichorus and my mom talking shit about her, their sister. And I'm in the background in the cold bunker. <laughs> and then I come in and I do... And my dad's like... Like, so they're... Like, they're... She, two of them are talking like... They're fucking cutting your one to bits. Digging around. Right. And they were like, there was no fucking wooden spoon there. How she, he was now born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Like, <laughs> honest to God, tearing shreds over. And my dad's secretly filming them. And then I come in in the background and my dad notices me. And he's like, oh, like clearly like, oh, mom's going to go mad. But rather than be like, mom's going to go mad. He's like, Sarah, come in here and do some Irish dancing. Oh my so God. I come into the middle of the screen. Like, <laughs> just jumping around like a lunatic. And my mom's like, Jesus Christ, Sarah. I kind of understand that in some yeah. respects why she. My confirmation dress, I spilt uh, fried chicken all over before I went to see anybody. I wore a full suit. I wore I got mistaken for a teacher I know everybody telling me this and when I'll, I'm, I'll put the pictures up I have no shame um, I look like a teacher was I look like, at least was there some sort of 27 years old crochet older. involved no I was wearing um, a long like full I, again like I will put a picture of me and my mum up and just cut her head out yeah I'm, put, I'm wearing the exact mom. same outfit my mum wore to my confirmation did you not have any say in it not really. She just came with me and said, that's what you're getting. Ah, uh, okay. So I had like a long A-line dress. Right. But like a slit up the side. Okay. Uh, the only thing I got to say in was the shoes. And when oh, you okay. see the shoes, you'll realise why I picked shoes because they're Baby Spice shoes. Ah, uh, they're like the buffalo... No? Do you remember that when Baby Spice used to wear those like white... Yes. Shiny yes. platforms? Yeah, 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 yeah. Them. I'd wear them now. I had this haircut. With like two little... Um, you were an absolute English teacher. Yeah. This haircut with two little blonde bits at the front. Oh, you were rocking the 90s I blonde I had bits. gold... Co- Do you remember that brand? Cocaine? Yes. Cocaine rimmed... <laughs> Sarah. Ovals, like, um, spectacles. And a full, long line, straight, no-cut, baby blue blazer. Oh my God. When I say, like people came up to me and were like. you know how you kind of sound like, you look like Molly Ringwalls? Kind of a Molly Ringwall vibe. Yeah, like it wasn't like the ugliest outfit, but at the same time I just looked like a teacher. And I had a full like pocketbook bag. It wasn't like a little cute, I had like a full to the side. Love it. Pocketbook and it was like a, like a plasticky blue. Yeah, this sounds like a Molly Ringwald-esque outfit going on here. Yeah, no, but I just, and my mum was wearing the the outfit I just described, but in beige and orange. 
Jesus Christ. Like, I mean the exact same outfit. I think she bought mine dress being like, Caroline. I'll buy that when she doesn't want to wear it anymore. Oh my I'll God. wear that when she doesn't want to wear it. I can't wait to see a picture. I'll put a picture. Please on. send me a picture. I want to see it. The worst haircut. Oh, my haircut was a war crime for about 15 years. So. And the blow dry was so intense. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get it like... Like, no, no, no. It was like... Yeah. Like up as up much and down. as much volume as you can get and then just cut right under. Like do you know man. the loop? Do you know that like Yeah 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 that like nineties was tragic. I often think like kids today in their confirmation pictures are gonna look amazing. Nikita looked beautiful yeah, on her confirmation. Look amazing. And it's like Nikita's dress is timeless. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. She and that's stunning. the thing. I remember my cousin Kayla. I cut all her hair off before of her confirmation. Why? Because she asked. Oh. I brought it to the hairdressers. Oh well that I mean I know, yeah, but her mom was going to kill me. My cousin Kayla, I always remember my cousin Kayla's communion dress because she lives in New York. And obviously, there was style in, in yeah. New York. No style in Ireland. She looked so pretty. Really? Like, it was just the most this beautiful, white, plain dress, but she looked so elegant. That's It was timeless. Yeah. And I just looked like a fucking... Like, like something out of that party monster movie. Yeah. In a Pope's hat. <laughs> So my mother I don't know what my mother thought she was doing yeah. with me my mom still to this day whenever I was I like an experiment the, the moment of like my communion dress because like it really like is I think like therapy is needed um, <laughs> go to therapy and she always like oh it's the most tries to like pull it back she was like it was the most beautiful lace <laughs> like fuck off Caroline you hadn't got a pot to piss yeah. in I don't know where my communion and do you know who bought Michaela's communion dress me fucking nanny Aww. she was dead by the time it was my so that's, It's that always cunt. the firstborn. Yvonne's communion dress is beautiful. Oh, and she had an umbrella. A matching white umbrella. I know. They all had umbrellas. And Emma. she looks so cute. Yeah, they all and had umbrellas. And then I came along and my what mother was like... What did Becky get, huh? Becky's was adorable too. Yeah, cunts. The two of them. And then I came along and my mother was like, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to uh, probably drink a lot of vodka and see what happens yeah, to this situation. Yeah, give this one nothing. Yeah. But nothing. I remember Yvonne's was like, sit down to with a little umbrella and her beautiful dress. My mother was like, do you want to look like John Paul? There you go. <laughs> do you want to look like a... Do you want to look like... Ace's dad? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Kathleen, I love you. I know you were only doing your best, blah, 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 blah. What a bitch. She wasn't even, she wasn't even trying. She wasn't no, even doing her best. My she mom wasn't, wasn't even, even trying. trying. She wasn't even fucking trying. My mom trying. was on fucking speed. <laughs> That's what my mom was doing. Oh, Out Colin, cut this. <laughs> no. no. Out cleaning the windows at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Oh, I never forget. Peter saying it to me. I seen your Mario out cleaning the windows. I said, what? Isn't it crazy that Speed was given as a weight loss? Yeah, that's what ha- did happen. A she weight loss drug. That's what did happen, but I'm sure she understood what it was as well. And she was like, great. Um, and she was like, great. Um, I'll take a load of this and something else. Because I remember listening to Karen on uh, My Favourite Murder. And she, and she was, got given she was addicted speed? to Speed. Yeah, yeah my mum like, got given intense. Speed as like a diet pill. Fucking And crazy. was literally, Peter said that he came in. And that wasn't even that long ago, No. Sarah. And as she was out with newspaper and vinegar cleaning, cleaning the, the windows. windows. She had very shiny windows. Yeah. Jesus Christ. There you go. Bit of speed, lads. Get it into you. Get it into you. Never did anyone a bit of harm. So our friendly Anne sent in this story. I think I'm okay to say it. Yeah, I am okay to say it's her. So she said, I don't know how to start What's this. her address? How old is she? What's her date birth? Leanne's a little roid. A little roid. So she said, I don't know how to start this. And then some laughy faces. Um, a few years ago, my cousin had moved in with us and she was away for the night. Um, she was away for the night. I went to bed. And she, so Leanne went to bed and she was woken up in the middle of the night to find a woman standing in the bedroom, white glowing the whole nine yards. Thought to myself, OK, I'm dreaming. Closed my eyes, opened them again. And she's still standing there. After repeating this a few more times, she's still standing there. And then she started to speak. No. She kept repeating that she hurt her head hold on 
She kept repeating. She kept. Oh, this is what she kept saying. He will hurt his head, but he's going to be okay. She just kept saying that over and over again. He's going to hurt his head, but he's going to be okay. So Leandra obviously tried to close her eyes, open them again, but she was still there. And eventually she left and she continued to have heart failure and peace. I thought she got in the wrong house or something. I didn't know anyone would have that in. Oh, hold on, have that this info will be relevant too. So less than two weeks later, I moved out of that house and I moved in with my grandparents. I lived with them for over a year. On the weekend I was due to move out, my granddad had a stroke. I should not have been there when this happened. Multiple things occurred that morning that stopped me from leaving the house. My granddad survived the stroke and 18 months later, he passed away. My nan and my mother were looking through old pictures. There was loads of them laid out on the kitchen table. And I picked up one of a woman and asked who it was. And they both, my mother and my nan, asked why I wanted to know. And I said, because she was the woman in my room. Um, turned out to be my granddad's mother. She had died when he was young. Not even my nanny had met her, so there wasn't many pictures of her. Oh, I just got chills. Yeah, so she basically, this woman, Leanne saw this woman in a room. The woman kept saying, he's going to hurt his head, but he's going to be okay. He's going to hurt his head, but he's going to be okay. So obviously that was the stroke. Um, forgotten info. The handle of my bedroom door was also moving. I woke up in the morning after it had happened and asked my mom, had she been at the door, which she hadn't. Also, my granddad didn't pass away from the stroke. He passed away from cancer in the end. I've never seen anything or heard anything since, but now that could be down to the fact that my nan blessed the room so much after it was probably holier than most churches. <laughs> anything to do with grandparents creeps the fuck out of me. Like seeing grandparents, hearing grandparents. Yeah. Anything to like anything to do with that. Just I had my granddad died, my granddad Morris, who I lived with. And then when I moved out, he like I lived with him as a kid and then he moved in with my mom and dad. And then obviously I moved out to Spot House Graham. But like, he was like a big, massive part of my life. Did yeah. you meet my grandmother? Never met your grandmother. Um, he was like a massive part of my life and I was really close to him. But he got sick, he had cancer and he died. And it was like, I was there when he passed away. And he just like, he looked really sick and awful and he just didn't look like him. And I kind of was weirdly happy when he was dead because he wasn't suffering anymore he wasn't suffering anymore and he like kind of lost all of his dignity and it was such like a sad way to see him go because he was like a big part of my life and he was really strong and you know he meant like not that like you want to see anybody die no that's not what it's about represented like a lot to me yeah but about two weeks after he died I had like this dream yeah and it was like the most vivid dream I've ever had. Yeah. In the dream, I was lying in bed in my house. Okay. And I was awoken by like a smell. Okay. But it was like the nicest smell. It was like this like, you know when, um, have you ever been on like, when you're at the beach or you're like in Spain and the sun, it's so hot that the ground, you can smell the cement. Okay. You know that smell? Yeah. But it's like pollinated by like, the you know maybe the smell of the sea or like smell of flowers yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like this really like it smelled like warm yeah and I in the I got up and opened my bedroom door and my whole landing of like my house where I live now was just like bathed in this like glowing gold light okay and my granddad was never really in my house that I lived in with Graham but when I turned he was standing on the landing oh no I've seen it <laughs> And I was like, oh, you're here. And he was like, I'm here, but I have to go now. And I was like, no, you don't have to go. You yeah. just got here. Stay. But he looked like so lovely. He looked like himself. Aww. And he was wearing like his shirt and his suit. And his hair was like back. Because my granddad had like a big head of like, like 
blonde hair and he was like no no no, I have to go now and I was like no 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 you just got here you don't have to go and he was like no 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 I do but you'll be okay and I was like huh why are you going yeah and I walked after him and as I walked after him I woke up and Graham came I walked up I woke up yeah and got out of my bed and like you were like my granddad's here and stood on the landing and I was like he's here he's here he's here he's here and Graham came out after me and he was like huh and I was like he's here he's here and Graham was like what are you talking about and I was like granddad's here granddad's here and he was like Sarah no one's here and then obviously I came out my dream. But that's a nice dream to have, I think. Oh, you know, like, and like I it wasn't never, scary it wasn't scary. or frightening or... But my Uncle Cormac died. My Uncle Cormac has only ever been in my house once and it was to fix a washing machine. Right. But it, again, my Uncle Cormac, I was like, I wouldn't say like, I was really close to him, but like, he was like, I would say I was really close to him. Like, he, we went on holidays with him. Like, Graham was like good friends with him. Like, he just like, was meant a lot to me yeah and he died really suddenly and um two weeks before he died i had a dream that he was on the landing in my house just oh, like oh no um nope and i woke up and i remember saying to graham why did dream cormac was here and he was like huh <sighs> and then two weeks later i got a phone call in and the- he passed away yeah i was i not with you when i got that phone call no but you you weren't with me but you texted me immediately afterwards yeah I can't I remember where I was but the... I remember getting the text message off you and being like yeah. what the fuck I have to I had to go to like bring go to the hospital and I just knew he was dead my mom, my mum's partner passed away oh my god years ago like 14 years ago 15 years ago now I think and it's 15 years it must be no it can't be that long because Sadie is only 12 Sadie's 12 this year so like 12 years ago maybe Jesus is it that long it was very recently. Catherine had a thing up about her daddy. Yeah, Catherine, my age is Catherine. Anyway, it was a while ago. But um, my mum's my partner used to do this thing at night before he went to bed where he would take, he was always wore this white vest under his shirt. He was old fashioned, he wore long johns. But he used to wear this white vest under his shirt and when he was going to bed at night, he'd take off his vest and fling it over the door. Yeah. And so the door wouldn't close fully. And the night after he died, my mum told me she woke up and she said she saw him in the doorway and he flung the vest over the door. And just like disappeared. She told me that while I was in the house. No. No. In that creepy front bedroom. No, I hate clearly that haunted. Bedroom. Clearly haunted. But I think it was like a peace thing for her, maybe slightly. Because it just it didn't I was like, Were you afraid? And she was like, No. I would have been like, burn this fucking gaff to the ground. Yeah. Saging. She wasn't afraid. No, she said she wasn't afraid. She said it was just it was almost like he she said he was saying goodbye. Yeah. Which I think, listen, if that stuff, if that helps you and I hope you, it makes your heart ache a little bit less than fucking hold on to it and do what you gotta do. do you yeah, because I, mean? I genuinely, it was like, after Grandad, I genuinely felt like, it just gave me this like, sense of like, he's okay. Yeah. But then I don't know, because I don't know if I believe in anything. Yeah. But then I've had him. loads of like, instances but I don't know if they're like I would say I've had loads of instances but I grew up with a mother who was like, incredibly What's the word? Like she believed in all Superstitious. Life? Yeah, superstitious. So my like family really superstitious. superstitious. Well. And so I don't know if it's just that like I was brought up with a mum that was like believed in that. So I kind of believed in it. You know that kind of way? Yeah, no, I get it. I do get it. Like I think everybody has their own belief system. Yeah. Whatever makes you happy. And I you don't just... like to think about it too much because I do get frightened. And that is true. I get scared when people yeah. tell. Like when Keelan was telling us those stories yesterday and they're in... Like, I literally was every few seconds I was, like, looking at the door. I couldn't help it. Yeah. Because, I mean, and then my hackles were up and if I heard a noise, I was, like, 
So I am afraid of it. I'm scared of stuff like that. And I think it's natural to be scared of stuff oh, like that. Oh, I think that. everybody is. You know that way, but I don't know what I believe in. I just, I'm 36 now and I still don't know what I believe in. Like, I don't know what's out there. Could be ghosts. Yeah. Could be anything. I don't, it's, it is, there is a sense that there, like, is something, but then, like, you just kind of are like, but how could there be anything? You know, yeah. the kind of way? It's like, yeah. and then there's a the whole energy thing and all the rest. Like, part of me thinks, so like, nine times out of ten is just a coping mechanism. It's just yeah. some way, but then it's like, it's not a coping mechanism if, like, what you're seeing is genuinely terrifying you. And, like, people, you can't just say to someone, you didn't see that. Like, it's so easy. Yeah. You can't just dismiss someone to be like, oh man, like something really fucked up happened last night. But like that thing I told you about in the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I would never dismiss anybody like that because I'm like, maybe you fucking did see something or maybe, yeah. you're, maybe it was sleep paralysis. Maybe it was something, you know? Like even when I used to get the sleep uh, paralysis with the thing on my back. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, but like my mom didn't help that because that she was like, terrifying. that's your nanny. That's oh, your don't tell me about your nanny. That's your dead nanny. Just making sure you're alright. She's like, is she? Okay. She's forcing my head into the pillow and I yeah. can't turn around. I feel, like, I feel like she's not helping me in any I feel like this has. isn't helping me. I feel like she's trying to smother me. She's an evil cunt. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like that thing my mother used to say that the angels were looking after us and I was like, please no. stop because I do not want to think about an angel looking after me. And my mother would be like, they're seven foot tall. Stop! What? And they stand in the door. They're bigger than the doors. This is not comforting <laughs> at all, Kathleen, in any context. A seven foot man. Have you ever seen standing the Slender in my room? Man? Yeah, literally, I was like, so a seven foot man standing in my room, staring over me, like, what are you doing? No. No. She used to always say that. He's they're seven foot. And then when you look in the Bible, what they actually look like is fucking crazy. What do they look like in the Bible? They're just like a big ball of eyes. What? Yeah. Angels don't look like the what we have seen as like you know what's artistically been shown as like Michelangelo's they're a big angels. ball of eyes they're a big ball of energy with loads and loads and loads of eyes yeah they're meant to be terrifying to look what's at what's the point in them I don't know what's the point of any of it everyone why are they in. supposed to be terrifying to look at because they're a big ball of fucking eyes all over them are you going to see a big ball with eyes all over and be like yeah look at that no thing. but like I don't <laughs> then why, how have they become like I don't fucking know, but like it, that, Nicolas Cage and Meg Ryan in but that like fucking movie look what they do you remember that movie we all think we all grew up thinking Jesus was white with blue eyes what do you mean thinking he's not white what do you mean thinking Jesus is not a white man I tell you what I tell you what he is I've seen him down the church <laughs> I know what he looks like I saw him last week on the lane saw him <laughs> but what's that thing yes. that junkie said to the in uh, where Colin's from which one the one where the guards are like, oh, sure, Jesus, I haven't seen you Jesus got down off the cross for the spoon. Sure, didn't Jesus <laughs> get down off the cross for the spoon? Um, that was a good ghost story, but... Yeah, Leanne's ghost story is terrifying. She told us that here the night she was here and I was in my room like, oh, Jesus Christ, please don't let me see anything. Please don't let me I see anything. when scary. you've like heard... Uh, do you know, for me, it's never the ghost story. For me, it's never the ghost story. For what me, it's, it? sometimes it's the stories that we tell each other about things that have happened. Yes. Those things yeah, 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 are yeah. the things that like... Like that, that's how I told you about that guy that now they're investigating for Madeleine McCann yes and being oh, under the bed. the bed I was like oh. you told me that I was like shut up shut the fuck up yeah. like immediately under the fucking bed thank god I don't have any room yeah. under my bed or you know that show Luther that used to be on my Idris Elba yes. there was a murderer in that that used to hide in the attic Oh, fuck that shit um, and you remember that like there was that story there's just a couple of stories people that lived in like the walls of people people's houses. houses. Here, lads, if anybody... Side note, if anybody can find banshee bones. Can you not get them? I don't know where the fuck they are. Oh. Everybody keeps putting up banshee bones on Instagram. I'm like, where the fuck... I... You know the way I don't eat crisps. I get you. I fucking bones. love banshee bones. 
Not a butter. Oh. 25 euro on the Sting black market. the mouth out of you. If you've I even never really slight into... cut anywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well worth it though. I was never really into banshee bones or meanies or Fuck any of those things. I love banshee bones, love meanies. Did you like hot lips? No, I was okay. always into like cheesy things. Oh, you love a cheesy crisp. Cheezels. Yeah, you if love If anyone remembers <laughs> cheezels. <laughs> Sarah loves a cheesy crisp. Oh, fuck me, cheezels. Loves a cheesy crisp. Um, but yeah, if anybody can get banshee bones, will you tell me where you're getting them, please? Because I really fucking send want them. Send them to us. Please, I want we some. We need to get a P.O. box. They're very expensive. They're very expensive. People want to send us things. This is for... Oh, we're not getting paid for this. No yeah, but people want to send us shit. Just drop it outside <laughs> and we'll go pick it up somewhere. Uh, drop it at Tesco's and Belly Firm. Yeah, and we'll go pick it up. At the back. So Sarah's going to tell her story. Yeah. Uh, I don't know this story. Mariora. Yeah, Mariora. 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 Oh, it's go. a very pretty name. It's a very pretty name. Mariora Mar- Rostas. Yeah, that's her. Okay. Um, You're going to know this story when I, I know it? it. Okay, perfect. Well, well, I hope you do. I know. I, I hope you don't. Do you know something? I'm interested now because I don't know okay. about it. So, so um, this is trigger warning this has sexual assault okay um and i got all of my information from the irish times in the journal okay and the irish times keep fucking blocking me out and asking me to pay for a subscription they started doing that to me if you look well, at like a, four a times, certain amount of yeah, like yeah 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 cunts um <laughs> i'm gonna pay for your fucking newspaper um <laughs> where we get our information <laughs> shut up I get it free from the internet. I tell you what, I don't know why. I'm going to start putting all of like our stories on Wikipedia because there are no of none of these stories are on Wikipedia for any of the murders really? that happened in Ireland. And the amount of people that cut right into us that are like, I just didn't realize like the level at which uh, how many people were actually yeah. being murdered every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of ladies are being murdered. A lot of ladies, and we don't give a shit. Oh, stop murdering women. And if you think uh, it just gets worse, I'm just going to go into it. Okay, go on. So, Mariora flew to Dublin to join the rest of her family on December 7th, 2007. The extended family lived in a derelict house without running water or electricity and rain coming through a dilapidated roof. One half of the building had no roof at all. At all. She was 19, year old, 19 years old when she arrived in Dublin, but she looked much younger. She was very small and thin. She weighed eight stone and was a height of 5'3". Mariora spoke no English and knew very little of Ireland. So her background is she's like a Roma gypsy, so okay. she's Romanian. Um, Mariora's family begged on the streets of Dublin out of sheer necessity. And on that Sunday, January 6th, 2008, she and her 15-year-old brother, Dimitri, Dim- Dimitri, um, took the train from Donabate to Pierce Street Station to beg. They walked down to East Lombard Street and spent hours walking between the traffic, seeking a few cents from motorists. Mariora had little English, but the man who pulled up in a 01 Louth registered Ford Ford Mondeo somehow managed to convince her to get into his car. Her brother would later tell that the man gave him 10 euro and he understood that his sister was going to get a McDonald's meal for them and that she would be back soon. Neither Mariora nor her brother would have ever known that the man in the car was an extremely dangerous criminal from Dublin's south inner city. <sighs> Neither of them had any English. Of course. And the little English they did have was just like the stuff that you would say when you would be like, please. please. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one day later, Mariora, Mariora called her brother in Romania because none of her family in Ireland had mobile phones. The conversation was disjointed, but she said she'd been kidnapped, that she'd been driven 
200 kilometers outside of Dublin and then back in again that she had been raped and beaten by multiple men oh. up to four, that she'd been locked in the room, but that she managed to get a mobile phone. She said she could see the letters B or ID on a road sign out of the window. She was terrified, but she was resourceful and had not given up hope of help as she was given details to her brother, the phone cut off and it was the last time he ever heard from her. Oh, what the fuck? Three days later, her father reported her missing at the local guard station in Donabay. Only three days later because he did not speak English himself and he had struggled to get anyone within his community to agree to the, go to the police station because they thought they'd be arrested yeah. and sent home. A national appeal was launched, but no one came forward to say they'd seen anything on Lombard Street and no one noticed Mariora getting into the car or even begging. Their search went cold for Mariora and her family continued to try and bring attention to her case. There was a vigil in town in town for her, but nothing happened until the end of that year. Dimitri was able to identify the car as a silver Ford Mondeo with a with lout plates and a zero one year. The car belonged to Alan Wilson and they did like a lineup and he pointed them out. Fuck. A well-known violent criminal from Dublin. This led to an investigation of a house on Brab- Brabazon Street? B-R-A-B-A-Z-O-N. Barbosa. Where is Bar- it? Oh, Brabazon Street. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. But it's not far from Cork Street. Oh, Okay. The home of Alan Wilson's sister, the house had been set on fire months <gasps> previous. But the investigation led to finding spent ammunition, ammunition with four holes in the floorboards of an upstairs bedroom. Dude. At the end of 2011. So this is how many? Are you fucking kidding me? Yep. At the end of 2011, Fergus O'Hanlon came forward to the Garda, a friend of the accused, and he offered the Garda information on the disappearance. He later pointed out to locations to search in a forest at Kipur on the Dublin Wicklow border. Mr. Galan said, so that's Mr. Galan essentially is... the guy who came forward, is it? No. Oh, sorry. Fergus O'Hanlon is the guy who came forward. Mr. Galan is um, the... Fergus O'Hanlon's solicitor right said that the first found the Garda first found an empty ready-made bunker they later found a shallow grave containing the body of Miss Rostas oh he said her body was wrapped in a plastic tightened by duct tape which mummified her within there was a pillowcase over her head and a knotted sheet was wrapped around her legs the cause of her death was four gunshot wounds to her head oh what the fuck Fergus O'Hanlon then gave a further statement that would also give and would also give evidence in court. He told the Garda that one week beginning that on the week beginning January 7, 2000, 2008, he got a call to return to Mrs. Wilson's house on Brabazon Street. He said the accused came downstairs. So he said Alan Wilson came downstairs holding a firearm and wanted to show him some, something. He said the accused brought him upstairs and showed him a corpse, telling him, Mr. O'Hanlon, that she was a witness to her brother's murder. He said that the accused then left and returned with cleaning material and a large lawnmower bag. Mr. O'Hanlon said he assisted the accused in undressing the victim. He said the accused put a pillowcase over her head, wrapped her in a sheet, and her remains were 
placed in a large bag. He said they accused and put her in the boot of his car. Mr. O'Hanlon said they drove for about an hour before stopping at the forest in Kapur. He said he was told to take a shovel and that the accused carried the girl's remains up an incline. Mr. Wilson appeared to be looking for, around for the bunker. Um, having not been found, the two began to dig the shallow grave. Oh my God, the, sir. The teenager was buried and her belongings were burned nearby. The two men returned to the house on Barbizon Street and Mr. O'Hallan said that he spent two days cleaning the scene. The last words from Mr. Wilson to Mr. O'Hallan were, you never saw what you saw and he was warned not to return to the location in Kapur. Fergus O'Hallan was given immunity during the trial. Um, during the trial and during the death of Mariora, he was he was dating Alan Wilson's sister and living in the same house as Mr. Wilson when all of this took place. And he only came forward... Are you fucking kidding When me? he was being prosecuted for something else. And he got immunity from that as well. Because he was like, I can tell you something where that girl is. So can you... what Quid, quid pro quo, basically. I give you this, you give me this. Yeah. Now this has got like this... This is a short story. Quick question. He was living in his ma's house. No, his sister's house. Oh. So Alice, Al, Alan Wilson was living in his sister's house. So she knew that this girl was and upstairs. And Fergus O'Hanlon was dating Alice, Alan his Wilson's sister. sister. And his sister and knew that girl was together. upstairs. Well, she apparently was not there when this took place. Okay, okay, fine. Apparently. Enough. Okay. Um, Alan Wilson, so Alan Wilson's sister asked the following of Fergus during the trial. Trial. He asked why he had refused to participate in in the identification parade in October 2008. Okay. So in 2008, Dimitri said that he knew, that, said that he could essentially pick out. pick out. He also gave the reg off the car that meant that the car could be, and this guy refused to be in that parade. Jesus. So he refused to be in the identity parade. But the other guy, Alan Wilson, didn't. And Dimitri was like, he was in the car. Oh, right? okay, okay. So that's okay. how he, that's in 2008. These guys were not prosecuted yep. until 2011. Oh, fuck. And Alan Wilson was not arrested after Dimitri Pointed said he him was out. in the car. Um, it was only then when Fergus essentially was arrested for something else. And came forward and was like, I can tell and you. And came this. forward and said, if you drop the charges to that. I'll tell you where that girl yeah. is. Right? Um, he asked, he, he'd refused to participate, why he'd refused to participate participate in an identification parade in 2008 when arrested on suspicion of withholding information about the murder. He said, I always refuse to go on an ID parade. He said, I was never, I was asked whenever, he said, he was asked whatever he had ever, whether he had ever been violent to women. He said, I wouldn't call it violence. The sister said, did you ever break a couple of your girlfriend's ribs? He asked, he was he was asked. He responded that he accidentally did. Yeah, sure he did. Mr. O'Higgins asked whether he'd had a problem with dark-skinned people, Muslims or non-nationals. No, he replied. He denied threatening to shoot them and then shooting them. Mr. O'Higgins put it to him that the witness heard him, that witnesses heard him say that he was going to shoot them and they were shot on their next shift 24 hours later. Please tell me you're joking. Nope. He was aware of this, but said it was nothing to do with him and it's a coincidence. He added... Why is this motherfucker not in jail? He said he hand, had handled firearms and seen a lot of them, but said he had never been... He had never discharged one. He was asked about the house of 
Brabazon Street, in which he moved in which he moved after being released from jail in two thousand seven. So he moved into that. Yeah. Uh, he was asked, "Was it a brothel?" He said, "No." He he also denied it was a shooting gallery, um, where people went to take drugs, but agreed a girl had died from a drug overdose in there. Mr. O'Hanlon agreed that he had been on methadone programs where he had only received daily doses. So essentially, she when she rang her brother, brother, she said that up to four men had raped her. And this pro- this solicitor is now saying that house was a brothel. She said she was driven out of driven out of Dublin and then driven back into Dublin. And when she gave the letters of the house, the sign she could see, they reckon it was. Like the B for the beginning, and they reckon that the RID was like the Irish word for road. Oh, okay, okay. Um, okay. because she could only partially see the sign, and you can only partially see the sign from the, from window, the window of the house. Oh so God. she was trying to tell her brother oh where she God, was. What the fuck? And she was locked in the bedroom of this oh, house. This is horrific. Alan Wilson and his friend Fergus O'Hanlon were arrested in 2008 and questioned about the murder, but no progress was made in the investigation until late 2011. Coincidentally, O'Hanlon was up for charges for another case of which he received immunity for on the basis of the evidence he gave above. Alan Wilson's defence outforward a case that Fergus had perjured himself multiple times and Alan Wilson was found not guilty of murder. Are you kidding me? Her family... No one's ever been prosecuted for this girl's murder and rape. What? This whole case just fell apart because the guards absolutely... Could their shit. Did not do their job. They had him. They had both of them. They had someone to be like, here is her fucking body. Do you know something? Mm Mm-hmm. There was no DNA taken off her. Because they didn't fucking care, Sarah. They gave their little um, press conference to be like, oh, we care. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And after, so she went missing in 2007, uh, 2008, and nothing happened until 2011. And her brother Excuse me. was able to say who it was right after she was went missing. So brother could identify him, yeah. identify the car. Yeah. She made a phone call to say where she was. The guards could put that. There's four gunshot wounds in the fucking floorboards. Four gunshot wounds in this girl's head. The guy could tell them where the body was, what happened to her and who murdered her. And the guards have done nothing. So they're essentially, the whole thing fell apart because the guards gave this like guy preferential treatment. So the guards gave him money. He got put up in a hotel. His previous case got like dropped. Like, so then Alan Wilson's uh, solicitor was able to be like, well, he's perjuring himself because you've given him all of this preferential so like, treatment. You're buying, you're buying his, him. You're buying his uh, evidence. You're buying him to point the finger at somebody else. And um, yes, he knew where the body was. Like, I don't doubt for a fucking mind that two of them did this. Hundred percent, both like, did it. And hundred percent, that guy raped her as well. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. No doubt my mind. Don't give a fuck if it's conjecture or not. He raped her. Like, and no one has ever, ever been arrested. Or, well, someone's been arrested, but no one has been charged. They both got off with it. I am absolutely fucking disgusted. So, her family gave the following statement. Oh. It's really sad. Her mom is like broken heart. My heart aches when I cook and I see she's no longer here. What is at the dinner table? Oh. Never again in the family. And my children also cry after her and their heartaches. She was my good daughter. 
I do not condemn all the Irish people because these people didn't do me anything wrong. When I came to beg, people helped us and they gave us money. So I don't condemn all the people in Ireland. I condemn the criminal who killed my daughter without doing anything wrong to him. She didn't know. She didn't know him. And I'm sorry that if I... I'm sorry that if I knew this was going to happen, I would never have come here. I would have rather died at home than to come to Ireland if I knew that my daughter was going to be killed here. That's all. (sighs) And then her brother says that he feels incredibly guilty because he let her get into the car. car. It's not your fault, honey. I... it's a short story because and you know why it's a short story because no one cared because no one she cares. was a Roma gypsy she was a Romanian and no one cared and then no one cared because the guards didn't do their fucking job they like this girl went missing in January of 2008 these people did not get brought to court until 2011 and, and then nothing. nothing happened during that court case it fell apart because it was really obvious that the guards had not done their job like the systemic because it is systemic murder and rape of women in this country is off the fucking charts. It is off the charts and it has been forever. It just seems that women are there for one reason and one reason only. Yeah. The fact that he stopped what you said she looked younger than 19. Oh, when I say she looked like a baby, we'll put a picture of like her. Like he basically stopped and thought what he thought was a child. When he, he thought that, that and he also knew that no one was going to look for her. I'm actually disgusted. Because she was begging on the street. Like I'm actually. And like, where's that cunt now walking around? I'm walking sure. Around. None. Neither of them have gone to prison. Neither of them been arrested. What's the point? What's the point of having a fucking? Jail? What's the point of having a legal system in this country when rapists and murderers are fucking walking around? Like, I'm so sorry to her family. Like, I'm fucking just absolutely disgusted. Like, I did. I don't remember this. And that's the other thing. And that, I, I feel remember, so bad that I don't remember this. I remember, I remember the um, warning, like the like. Has anybody seen her? Yeah. And then, like, she, her family were on prime time. But Irish people don't care about them. No, we literally do not care. Like we just don't care about that. We don't. We don't care. Like, no. And. That's a little. That's a like just, even that clip that you just showed me of the vigil. Oh, that's that man there that did that vigil. He's from the traveling community. I knew he was. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he's trying to help. And he's trying to help and get he, her, get yeah. her some justice. Um, and I remember that the thing went up to be like she's missing, and then like even if you go onto the when you search her name, like four articles come up. It's really hard to find out any information. It's really hard to find out what happened. I had to read like the there's six Irish Time articles and there's like three journal articles. And then the rest That's of the it. articles are all on like there's a Madeleine McCann forum. <coughs> like fine and on that forum they, they put up better. alerts about missing girls. And so that was like the one that I could find with like the information yeah. of, of like when it happened rather than after. after. Do you ever wonder how these solicitors sleep at night? I don't. Like, how could... Like, he... That, that person... I know there was a... Like, that was graphic. But, like, the information that that man went to in court and what they printed in the paper... Super graphic. Super graphic. Yeah, I don't want to know. I just don't. Um, like, she doesn't... She doesn't deserve that. Just... Like, and the fact that her body... Like, they were... They made a point of being, like, her bum, body was essentially mummified... That tells me that they could probably get more evidence off her body. But they haven't done anything. No. Because they had the fucking people that did it. Nothing. So that's it. 
That's it. No one has been prosecuted. No one has been like... Like I'm so angry right now. Yeah. I don't even... I, I just can't wrap my head I, I just... That's a 19-year-old girl. A 19-year-old. And who, he thought say, was, who he absolutely thought was a child that he was pulling yeah, into his car. Yeah. 100% he thought yeah. that was a child. And I've no... I've no that's not the first time he's done that. It couldn't possibly be. 100%. Like... That's habitual. Yeah. You don't kidnap a person, put them in your house. That's, that's habitual. He's yeah. done that before. Yeah. Filth. Fucking filth. Just fuck you, dude. And Still fuck walking everyone. around. Two of them. How do how do people live with them? Like, and even I know solicitors are already doing their jobs, and I get that. But there does come a point with this where you're like, how do you sleep at night? How do you look at your child and go, if somebody did this to you, there is somebody out there that's going to get that person off? Yeah. I'm just fucking. That was. Thank you for telling me that because I've actually never heard that before, and it's I, really I, I like, feel terrible that I've never heard it before. Yeah, I feel like I should know that story, and I'm just horrified. Like, I feel so bad for our family. Like, nothing's been done. They haven't gotten any justice in any way, shape, or form. What do we do? Like, what do we do? I, I don't even like. What do you? Do? Like, I mean, I wish there's something I could do to just help. But like, what the fuck are you? Meant? If the if the if the people that are meant to help us can't help us. Useless cunts. Useless. Useless. To guards. You're fucking useless. Yeah. I know it's easy for me to say that because I'm not... I don't but work it's, for it's them. It's not even that not it's like, like easy for you to say that, but like... Every case we've done, I'm like... Every what case. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Like... What the f... It's like we're living in the dark ages. Mm-hmm. I could just... And they're like, well, the guardian of all these things... The guardian of fucking nothing. Yeah. They've fucking Billy from the arsehole along for working in Dublin. <laughs> stopping, uh, fucking, stopping people going to work. kids on the fucking road. Yeah. F- patting them down for weed. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, there's people beating the shit out of each other in Temple Bar. We'll just ignore that. Yep. Anyway, fuck the guards. And I'm so sorry to that person, that girl, lovely girl's family. I just, I can't even begin to understand what she went through. Yeah, like, that's your thing. Like. It's just, just, just to dismiss somebody because of their ethnicity. Yeah. Because that is what's happening here. Yeah. Absolutely. Ho! Ho! I'm sweating. I'm so angry. Mm. And I'm wearing an Udi. Udi.com. Um, Please sponsor us. Udi.com. <laughs> that would be nice if they sponsored us. Oh, Sarah, that was tough. You know, it's a bummer story. I'm in a, I'm in a bummer mood now. They're all bummers, but that one's just like... Especially bummerified because we nobody didn't... got... T- nobody is... Nothing has happened. No, and like... The way I wrote it was specifically to be like, it's that abrupt the ending. Yeah. Nothing happened. That's it. Yeah. Like 11 people went to court and sat on a jury and said, oh, like you. They knew where the body was and there was four gunshot wounds in the thing and he's like a known criminal. Uh, But no. No. And her brother could point him out in a fucking lineup. And the brother could say it was a 01 Ford Mondeo in a Louth Ridge. Silver and, and it's he his drove fucking car. a zero one Ford Mondeo with a, that was silver with a loud like I want to do an uh, what's the name of that movie that Julia Roberts is in Erin uh, Brockovich I would do an Erin Brockovich and somehow become part of the law system of this country and just put everybody in jail yeah go to jail what's the name of that water my favourite scene in that movie is where she's like um, we brought that water specially in for you yeah She's badass. She is a ba- That's a good movie. Her boyfriend of that is an absolute hottie. Aaron. Oh no, what's his name? I don't know his name. He's you a do know his name. He's two faced in uh, the Batman movie. 
Oh, Who? you do know him. Oh, Patrick. Uh, <laughs> Same job, Patrick. Uh, We're so bad at this. Everybody, uh, every week what's it called? is like uh, screaming. What's the name of the thing? What's uh, the name of that? What's the name of that guy? He's a hottie in um, that movie. He's in that movie. He's in Aaron Brockovich. <laughs> That's a great surname. It is a great surname. You know who else is in that movie that I love? Who? The guy? Albert fucking Finney. Finney. Yeah. I love Albert Finney. That movie is fucking great. That is a good movie. I love I'm going to watch that movie later. I love Aaron Rockford. Because um, it makes me happy. I'm trying to find the name of this man. Because it's going to fucking kill me if I don't find it. His name is Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart. I knew it was close to you Aaron. You know who I can... And they don't, these two people don't look anything alike. Go they on. don't. Patrick Wilson and Aaron Eckhart. Don't look anything alike. And I constantly, constantly mix them up. Google Patrick Wilson. They don't look anything alike. He's, do, in, do, he's in that do. horror movie where the... Oh, he's in that... He loves... Um, he's in everything he's in. He has sex. Yeah. Really like, violent, angry banging. sex. Uh, uh, uh. In Watchmen, he has sex he on does. the L. Um, that was a very uncomfortable five in minutes for me. fucking like, movie oh. that Kevin always talks about. Oh, the knickers? <laughs> it's the one where he's got the knickers over his head. Yes. And he's cranking well, he's it not, out. He's um, not got the knickers over his head, has he? The knickers, I thought it was him that has the knickers over his head. That scene... What's that, that movie? Small ch- something. Little little children. Little children. Something. Patrick yeah. Wilson. He puts the knickers over his head and has a crank. That movie is what? so hard is to watch. That? Is that that movie? And he's in Hard Candy. Plays he is in Hard Candy. Candy. Um, God, Kevin always talks about that movie, and it just makes me laugh whenever he talks about it. I the mean, guy like fucking castrates himself. Yes. What the fuck is the name of that movie? I can't remember. Uh, it's not little children. No. It's something like that. I can't remember. Either. We're shit. This Kate story. Beckinsdale is in it. No, nope. Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. This is going really well. <laughs> we are just making shit up on the fly here. Um, we have to tell the people that we've changed. Oh, guys. So, uh, we're not going to be putting the podcast up on Mondays anymore. We're going to be changing to Wednesdays, and the reason for that it's just easier for us to record at the weekend. And recording at the weekend doesn't give Colin a whole lot of time to get the episode up. This is what the fight was over. Yeah, this is all Sarah's fault. This is my fault. Uh, (laughs) No, it's not her fault. It's just we have to move things around. It's Mama's aunt's fault. It's not. It's just that things happen in life and people have Little children, you were right. People have priorities. So, yeah, we're going to move to Wednesdays. So this, oh, this episode won't be up to Wednesday. You're not going to know that because you won't be listening to it tomorrow. I know, but But I'll put put a thing thing up on Instagram and you'll put it up on Twitter just to be like. I do uh, nothing. I'm very busy in work. I don't have time. Five minutes to put a thing up on Twitter. Look at this for the like. This is the front cover of this the DVD. Vi- is that the poster? That's the DVD cover. Why is what's that on his? Is that a skin tag? Patrick Wilson is always is in that the a skin nip. tag. Jeez, and that's cum probably. Uh, why is so cum on his back? <laughs> what's happening? If anyone wants a good laugh, don't watch Little Children. <laughs> Ignore Little Children. That movie is so intense, dude. I think that's a full blown skin tag on his back, and they haven't taken it off the poster. How did they make? How did they take this photo? I don't know. Look at her face. He's like, I got a screenshot. He's this like thing. me after I eat cheese and I'm in bed. <laughs> exactly what I look like. And I'm like, why did I do this to myself? I'm gonna put and this I can't, I can't smell. If I smell anything, I'll vomit. So I have to breathe through my mouth. So my mouth is open. I'm like, oh yeah. <sighs> I'm in bed. Raw Shack is in that as well from Watchmen. Kevin always calls this uh, this the prequel to Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> He puts snickers over yeah. his head so Kevin just be like um, oh you know that movie the prequel to Watchmen and I'd be like it's <laughs> not there's just two people in it from Watchmen and then you know the one with Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio it's like Revolutionary, Revolutionary Road, Road. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. calls that Titanic 2.0 
I get it. He's like, he's that's not wrong. There. That's after the Titanic. I when went to he see made that it movie and came out so depressed. I didn't see it. Holy fuck, is it was hard? I depressed. It is a fucking hard watch. What happens? She like she. By the way, if anybody's like, this spoilers. is me and Emma's relationship. Yeah, we I don't like, watch anything, <laughs> and I say to her, "What, what happens? happens?" Sarah loves the spoiler. Uh, basically, the whole thing is that she's having another baby. He, they want he wants her to have another baby, and she doesn't want to have a baby. But she gets pregnant, and then she gives herself an abortion, and she dies. Oh, but they already have two kids. Yeah, three fucked up. She's like, I don't. She what he wants this like cookie cutter lifestyle and she doesn't she's really like I, this is not for me I don't want this and then uh, she gives herself an abortion and she dies and it's fucking yeah, it's a tough watch man oh really yeah it's a really hard watch Kate Winslet's in a lot of movies where it's tough I went to see it with Gar and the two of us were just like what the fuck <laughs> is happening I in this I love that film? Kevin calls it Titanic, Titanic 2. 2 it's the Titanic it's 2 it's dark dark Titanic well, Titanic's pretty dark but it's dark dark Titanic you know oh my God. I feel like when they got off that boat if he hadn't died they would have broke up Absolutely, because it was just that quick holiday fling. It was a holiday it was a fling, fucking holiday ride in it was a car. Not love. She would have went home and like I had sex with a peasant in a car. Yeah, that was literally yeah. all that was. Yeah, she was looking for a ride. She said to Billy Zane, "I she don't, knows hot as I fuck don't now. need your dick." Billy Zane is hot as fuck now. Billy Zane was hot as fuck back no, then. No, I didn't find Billy Zane attractive now. Find him then. Find him very attractive now. He's really? very well dressed. I have to see. I'm I think that's why I find him attractive because he wears because he dresses nice very well. Yeah, and that's the same reason I find Jack Goldblum attractive. I hate his name. Billy Zane. Graham said that he listened to <coughs> William Zane. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum on Conan. Oh, it was great. Well, Graham said that he found him really perfect. It was completely hot, but, but that's their relationship. They were so homoerotic to each other for the entire oh, episode. Okay. Like, they were just so unbelievably homoerotic to each other. So maybe Graham didn't pick up on that. Yeah, Graham can't pick up on social cues. Yes. So. I said that to Colin this evening in the kitchen. Because I was really stressed out and he was like, Sarah Jean and Emma. And I was like, stop, stop making up songs while I'm trying to screw in this fucking thing. Like, please, I'm going to stop you. I'm actually going to shank you. What was the song? He was about us having our argument. What did it go like? And they said, and then he started insinuating that we were in a le- lesbian relationship. That we was are. the main thing. He's like, Sarah Jean and Emma are sexually attracted to each other. So I was like, I'm trying to put the cabinet together. Oh no, I don't find him attractive now. Oh, I do. He looks like the fucking. Like his tum- his, uh, he looks like the fella from Aqua when he's dressed up as Ken. Oh, he kind of does. Come maybe, on, Barbie, let's that. go party. But I, I like his I, Instagram. Uh, yeah. His Instagram's really cute. Oh, really? Yeah, I like his Instagram. Let he's having a, he's having a great time in his Instagram. Oh, 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 oh. I'm a Bobby girl. Oh, do you know exactly? Do you know Bobby exactly world. who he looks like? What? He looks like what's his name? That writer, Hunter S. Thompson. I'll come out and show you. Oh Jesus, Emma. That's exactly who he looks like. He does look like Hunter. Yeah. S. but he's better dressed than Hunter. He's just. I think what it is for me is that he's very well dressed, and I'm just into very well dressed men. How do you feel about Hunter S. Thompson? Uh, he was an abusive prick yeah people seem to idolise him yeah I think it's people it's very hard sometimes to separate the art from the artist so you don't know but he was a very abusive man so I don't really care for him Um, you know I think if you're friends with uh, Johnny Depp yeah something's wrong there uh, actually there's if you get a chance listen to John Cusack on uh, Mark Maron this week it's fantastic John Cusack he did a he did Mark Maron's podcast and it's Tinny. fantastic yeah Really good. What did he say? He was just talking I'm about not listen to his him. political leanings and his life, and like he talked about Joan. Oh, I love Joan. We love Joan. Um, it's Joan very, very good. Cusack yeah, is really better good. than John Cusack. Uh, so listen to that; it's fantastic. Um, what other? Have you been listening to any podcasts? I have. Well, Graham's been listening to that one about the oh the paedophile ring. Hunting, hunting. Oh, we'll get the name. But we I just ring Graham. Here, terrible look, at this. look, look, look. Oh, call Graham. We're going to call Graham while we're on the podcast. Uh, speaker. Listen to Graham's little voice. 
Bet she won't answer. Grandma. Hello? Hey. Hey. Uh, what's the name of that podcast you've been listening to? Uh, Hunting Warhead. Hunting Warhead. Hunting Warhead. Is it good? Yeah, the one about the, the pedophiles. Yeah, tell the people of the podcast what you think about Sarah's it. Sarah's recording you right now. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> really like like Graham he yeah. said that it's very hard to listen to he said that that it's guy is very just... difficult because there was an episode of Case File that he did about Hunting Warhead and that's how I heard about it and the Case File episode oh my, oh my god, god! <laughs> tell your podcast there is an episode of Case File which is great actually uh, if you ever want to just listen to somebody talking and you're like uh, a little bit out of it Case File is great because he has this really fucking soothing voice he's is Canadian it, isn't he he's from New Zealand oh yeah. Australia sorry Australia uh, so there's an episode of Case File that went up I think this week let me just double check because I want to make sure that I'm not I'm not putting anybody out to where it is uh, no 26th of September and the episode is called The Strip Search Scam please listen to it because it is the most fucking insane thing I've ever heard in my life I'm not going to give you any spoilers but it's episode 157 and it actually has uh, it says it contains descriptions of sexual violence which is vile and horrible but just please listen to it because I have never listened to something in my life and just been like it is absolutely insane what human beings will do when they think authority is involved yeah or when they think that an, an authority figure is telling them what to do well that's gorgeous um so just please listen to that because i listened to it in work the other day and one of the girls was like what's wrong with you because i kept going what out really loud so insane case file episode 157 the strip search scam listen to that shit and Isn't then it tell it? me how angry you are after it and how disgusted Emma you are. Emma told me, and then I, I haven't listened to it, but I am going to listen to it, but Emma told me and I was like, what? Yeah, like insane. Colin was horrible. Colin was just like, how, how, how does this happen? How, how? But it's oh, do you know what? I will say, this is completely off topic. Go. But did you watch this week's um, Saturday Night Live? No. Bill Burr did that and I fucking hate Bill Burr. Was it good? Did this one fucking sketch on Sam Adams' beer. It's good. It's so funny. Okay, I'll watch I, it. I put the video up on my Instagram oh, share on. Did SNL? And yeah, and he was like, this has been like a dream of mine. I've never, I never thought I would get to like present this. God, I didn't think they'd ever get Bill Burr to yeah. present SNL. It's been a fucking weird year. Yeah, it has been a weird um, year. Did you see that they, they were meant to have that musical guest on this week? And uh, he was so like fucking country and western singer. And videos surfaced of him out like the night before partying and kissing loads of people. And they were like, you're not allowed in the show. No. <laughs> yeah, they were like, you're not getting. So they called Jack White. I fucking love it. So Jack White's doing it this week. Yeah. Love it. Jack White saved the day. Oh, just an FYI, new white stripes. Uh, Grace Hits coming out and they're being very like, they created a white stripes Instagram and I'm kind of in the back are of my head back? I feel like they are, are but I could be wrong. But like, why would you create a white stripes Instagram? Like I know they've got the greatest hits, but he has his his uh, his record company that yes. he's already has all that shit on, including all White Stripes albums that he's doing reissues of. So why the fuck is it, have they created a White Stripes? I will cry. I will that documentary. Die if that they come documentary. Back. Oh my god, that intense. intense. I. But I know they don't really like each other anymore. Do really they not? Sad. No. Did you not see that Rolling Stone interview he gave? No. Yeah, he gave a Rolling Stone interview. Where he's basically like they don't talk anymore. And that At uh, all? he just didn't understand her because she had like no, she just didn't enjoy anything and she had no joy in anything. And but that's because she had such bad anxiety and she was constantly like, couldn't, 
she she just couldn't do it. So I think it, with him, it was like, but why aren't you enjoying this? Like we're getting so much fame yeah, and popularity. He's like me. And she was like, I, I'm so stressed and anxious. Yeah. Like they had to cancel That's literally like our relationship. Yeah. They had to cancel a tour because of her anxiety, like, and they broke up. But like that at the end of that documentary where they're sitting at the piano. And yeah. She's, I bawled watching bald. that. Like bawled. Because it was so sweet. Please come back, White Stripes. I Please will. give us something 2020. Here we have to get, uh, well, depending on what happens, we yeah. have to get flights to Paris. Oh yeah. For, bikini for the bikini kill. That's not going to happen. Do you not think so? Colin keeps saying it's not going to happen. What date is it? May. 30th I think Flights are actually super cheap I'd be cool with quarantining For two weeks in France Well when I come home Oh do you have to quarantine when we get there? I think so I think they're doing quarantine now I could be wrong We'll google it afterwards Okay Um. Oh my God. No one needs to know this quarantine in France Well then we have to quarantine when we get home But too It's yeah. a whole month A whole month quarantine Not leaving my gaff Together Love it Yeah Um. Uh, I got tattooed yesterday She did She's in agony <laughs> She's a bit Honest to God Sarah sucks at healing I suck at she's healing She's great at getting tattooed But she sucks at healing Oh I've got the second skin stuff on me Jesus it's disgusting Let me see Oh you can't You've got a hoodie on Don't No don't, no I've no bra on either I can't wear a bra Neither do I I, I have, to, have a pair I of tights I cannot wear a bra to work tomorrow Can you wear a sports bra? I can't I've got this like strappy It just digs right into it Yeah because it's right on the Yeah 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 Oh Jesus Anyway it's beautiful though It's so it's pretty It's gorgeous I have to take a picture to send to Keelan. Yeah Is that everything? Yeah. Can we drink tea and eat chocolate now? We can drink tea and eat chocolate. And we were very good because we didn't drink or fart. I just belched. Well, you let the side down. I did. I'm sorry. As per usual. I'm sorry, friends. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yes, thank you. Do you know what I think we should do? What? Off mic, actually. I'll tell you later. Okay. Go on. Thank you for listening. Bye. Have a lovely week. Have a good week. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Been fighting with Siri in the kitchen Time to record but the girl went missing Life is tough when you work from Amazon Don't worry about Lily, don't worry about Graham Get yourself some of that podcast fame No one wants to hear Colin tell a story again Don't quit M.M.I. Now that the people are investing Neither one of us Something to better get the rest And so now don't you cry Yeah.